All right, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Tobias Rex, and this is the Sharks, Dinosaurs, and Mythical Creatures podcast coming at you again. For today's episode, I'm going to play some very mysterious background music because our contestant is also mysterious. Here we go. So one of the most surprising of deep-sea fossils was a certain spiky spiral the size of a dinner plate. It was first discovered in Russia in 1899. Initially, it was identified as an ammonite shell, but this was actually part of a shark that would have grown to over 10 feet in length. And this shark was given the name Helicoprion, or Helicoprion, and it's a bizarre name, I tell you. A bizarre name for a bizarre animal. It, 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 it was a member of the Eugeniodont family, and, that's a, and that's, a, that's a genus of prehistoric fish. So here we go. I'm going to discuss the fossils of it and what it might have looked like in life. The information is all from Wikipedia, so here we go. In 2011, a tooth whorl from a, helico- from a helicoprion was discovered in the Phosphoria site in Idaho, and it measures 45 centimeters in length. And comparisons with other helicoprion specimens show that the animal that sported this whorl would have been 33 feet in length. And there was another, even bigger one, that was discovered in the 1980s, but it wasn't published until 2013. And the discoverer is named this one IMNH, short for Idaho Museum of Natural History, 49382, or Boyce. And it was discovered at the same site as the other one. And the world of this one is incomplete, but but in life it would have been possibly 60 centimeters long, and that would have belonged to an animal over 40 feet, making Helicoprion the largest of its genus. Until 2013, the only known fossils of this genus on record were their teeth, which were arranged in sort of a spiral the size of a dinner plate, like I said before. And as the skeletons of chondrichthyid fish are made of cartilage, including those of Helicoprion and other members of its genus, the entire body dis- uh, disintegrates once it begins to, de- to decay, which means wither away, unless exceptional circumstances could preserve it. And the tooth world was not realized to be in the lower jaw until the discovery of a skull of, of a latest genus, Ornithoprion, and the tooth world represented all the teeth uh, produced by that individual in the lower jaw. And as the individual grew, the older, smaller teeth were moved into the center of the spiral by larger, newer teeth. There were many models uh, of the helicoprion tooth whorl. In the, in the 1994 book called Planet Ocean, A Story of Life, the Sea, and Dancing to the Fossil Record, um, author Brad Matson and artist Ray Troll describe and depict an example of such a model. And they proposed that no teeth were present in the animal's top jaw, besides the crushing teeth, for the world to cut against. And these two envisioned the living animal to have a long and very narrow, narrow skull, creating a long nose similar to that of the modern-day goblin shark. And according to their studies, the fossils that have been found are essentially a growth ring, as each set of new teeth pushes the previous set into the whorl. And opinions differ about how, helico- about how Helicoprion wore its spectacular whorl of teeth. For over a century, it was thought to have grown from the creature's bottom jaw, like a huge circular saw, but this wasn't certain. And, and, uh, and reconstructions after that placed the whorl in the front of the lower jaw. And a 2008 reconstruction created by Mary Parrish uh, under the direction of Robert Purdy, Victor Springer, and, and, and Matt Carano for, for the Smithsonian places the whorl deeper into the back of the throat, possibly to help the shark grind down food, although other studies did not accept with this. And a 2013 study based on new data places the tooth whorl at the back of the jaw, where it, where, where it occupied the entire part of the mouth. In his 1939 article, 
Author Harry E. Wheeler describes another Helicoprion fossil based on the species Helicoprion sierensis, and it was collected by J. by J. H. Mink, and 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 it resides at the University of Nevada W. M. Keck Earth Science and Mineral Engineering Museum. Man, that's a mouthful. <laughs> This fossil is number 1002 and is currently on display in K62. And the mouth consists of a whorl separated into three quarter into three and a quarter volutions. Volution is a slang word for spiral. And then the biggest diameter is about 170 millimeters. And the whorls have a separation of about one, one millimeter in the first volution. And it goes to about eight millimeters, uh, the largest one displayed. And the specimen has a total of about, uh, of about 32, 32 teeth in the first spiral, 36 in the second, and 41 in the last. And, and the teeth at the end of the first one are about 7 millimeters long and, and, and 2.4 inches wide. And they reach about 40 millimeters long and 9.5 in, inches wide at the end of the third. And the teeth are symmetrically opposed to one another. And additionally, other extinct fish such as onychodontiforms, I was, I was reading how to pronounce that, ha, um, have, have analogous tooth whorls at the front of the jaw, suggesting that such whorls are not, are not as big of an impediment to swimming as, as suggested in Purdue's hypothesis. And while no complete skulls of Helicoprion have officially been, been described, the, the fact that related species had long pointed snouts, and, and that suggests that Helicoprion did too. Now I'm going to discuss the uh, the uh, the specimens of this genus. One of the two Helicoprion species described by Wheeler in 1939, H. Uh, Helicoprion uh, uh, nevadensis, is based on a single partial fossil found in 1929 by Albert A. Stewart, and it was reported as having originated from the from the Rochester Tracket uh, deposits. Which Wheeler considered to be of uh, of 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 Artixian age, whatever that means. However, the Rochester tracket uh, is in fact the Triassic, and Helicoprion uh, uh, nevadensis likely did not originate uh, uh, likely did not originate in the Triassic era, thus rendering its true age unknown. And Wheeler differentiated uh, 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 H. nevadensis from Helicoprion. Uh, uh, Bessonaui by its pattern of whorl expansion and tooth height. But Leaf, uh, uh, but Leaf Tapanilla and Jesse Priude shown in 2013 that these were consistent with Helicoprion uh, 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 Bessonaui at the, at, the, at the developmental stage that the specimen represents. And based on isolated teeth and partial whorls found on the island of, of, Spitz, of, of Spitsbergen, Norway, Helicoprion Sphalus was described by 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 Stanislaw Seidlecki in, in 1970. And this type of specimen had a very large whorl, and it was noted for its for its narrow teeth that are apparently not in contact with one another. However, this seems to be a consequence of only the central part of the teeth being preserved. According to to to, to Pruitt and Tapanilla, since the whorl shaft is partially obscured. Uh, this species it cannot be it, it cannot be definitely assigned to Helicoprion bassanoi, but it closely approaches the latter species in many aspects of its proportions, with a maximum volution height of 72 millimeters, 
uh, and Hel uh, Helicoprion's Fallus is similar in size to the largest Helicoprion, Bassanui, which has a maximum evolution height of 76 millimeters. And another species called call, uh, called Helicoprion uh, uh, Davisi or, or, or Davisii, what was described initially from a series of 15 teeth found in Western Australia. And they were described by H. Woodward in 1886 as a species of, of Edestus, which is called the scissor tooth shark. Upon naming Helicoprion bassanui, Karpinski, uh, someone named Karpinski also reassigned the species to Helicoprion. And an identification uh, subsequently was supported by, by the discovery of two and additional more complete tooth whorls in Western Australia. And the species is characterized by a tall and widely spaced tooth whorl, with these becoming more pronounced with age. And, and the teeth also noticeably curve forwards. During the, uh, the Cougarian and Rhodian, or whatever, this species was very common worldwide. Another species, called Helicoprion, uh, called Helicoprion ferrieri, <laughs> what was originally described as a species uh, of the genus of the genus Lysoprion in 1907 from fossils found in the Phosphoria site of Idaho, and an additional specimen, uh, tentatively referred to to, to as Helicoprion ferrieri, was described as was described in 1955, and that specimen was found in found in Wolf Campion age quartzites or whatever it says exposed on China Mountain, six miles of southeast of Contact, Nevada. The 100-millimeter-wide fossil consists of one, one and three-quarters whorls and about 61 preserved teeth. But due to weathering, the, the rest of the fossil was lost, and, and, and the preserved section is disordered from slippage of the host rock. And while initially differentiated using the metrics of tooth angle and height, uh, uh, Pruitt and Tapanella... Uh, and Tapanilla considered these characteristics to, to be to be intraspecifically variable, reassigning Helicoprion ferrieri to Helicoprion divisii, uh, and, and another species called Helicoprion uh, jingmanense, <laughs> that's funny, was described in 2007 f uh, from partially complete spiral with four and a third volutions, part and counterpart, found in the lower uh, Permian uh, Permian formation uh, of Hubei Province, China. And this one was discovered during road re uh, during road construction, and and this specimen is very similar to Helicoprion ferrieri and Helicoprion bassanui, although it differs uh, from the former by having teeth with a wider cutting blade and a shorter compound root, and th and it differs from the latter by by having fewer than thirty nine teeth uh, per spiral. And and Tapanella and and Pruitt argued that that the specimen w was partially obscured by the surrounding matrix, resulting in an underestimation of tooth height. Taking into account, uh, but, but taking into account interspecific variation, they 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 synonymized it with Helicoprion divisii, and and Helicoprion Helicoprion ergastaminen, which is another species yet again. Uh, it was a rare species from the Phosphoria Formation, and it was described w within a 1966 monograph by Sven Erik Bendix Almgren. Fancy name. And the holotype specimen, uh, called Idaho 5, now lost, uh, bore breakage and, and was marks, uh, and marks indicative of, of its usage in feeding. And, and several referred specimens exist, none of which uh, show marks. And this species 
is roughly is roughly intermediate between the two contrasting forms represented by Helicoprion bonosui and Helicoprion divisii, having tall but narrowly spaced teeth. And his teeth are also gently curved with with, with obtusely angled tooth bases. And several large spirals are difficult to assign to any particular species group. Uh, uh, Helicoprion savalis being one of them. And and IMNH fourteen oh ninety five, which was a specimen from Idaho, uh, appears to be similar to Helicoprion bonosovi, or bonosovi, but it has but it has unique flange like edges on, on, on parts of its teeth. And IMNH forty three nine eighty two, also from Idaho, was the largest no, has the largest known spiral diameter at fifty six millimeters for, uh, for, uh, for the for the for the animal's evolution, and that was the only one preserved. But the but but is incompletely preserved and is still partially buried. And here's something that'll pretty sh- uh, that'll shock you folks. While Helicoprion uh, looked and acted uh, and acted like a shark, scientists now believe that it wasn't a shark. They believe that they are related to, to chimeras, and those are cartilaginous fish that separated their lineage from sharks some 400 million years ago. And chimeras are actually deep sea fish that are known for their large heads, and a chimera is also called the ghost shark. And, and and sharks have replaceable teeth, whereas chimeras have grinding bone plates used to grow to grind up sh- soft shell marine animals. <clears throat> well, that's going to be it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to like and subscribe to my podcast. It comes out weekly. This is Tobias Rex saying Godspeed and bye. <laughs>